0: Welcome to the Honest Business Podcast. This is the show for ambitious, value-driven business owners who are actively building a business that works for them. Hi, I'm Mae James, and I'm here to make scaling your business easier and more rewarding than ever. Each week, we will dive into simple, sustainable strategy and pragmatic leadership discussion to support you as you take imperfect action on your entrepreneurial journey. If you want to stay ahead, exceed your growth goals and have a purposeful, thriving business, then keep on listening. Hello and welcome back to the Honest Business Podcast. I hope you are well, I hope you're having a great day, a great week, a great month. So excited to jump into today's episode, which is, drumroll, are your prices damaging your business? This is kind of a sequel to a podcast episode we did that was called He When It's Too Expensive which was all about a price and objection and about when people say, oh, it's too expensive and I can't afford it. So if you haven't listened to that episode, I'd suggest that you do so after you've listened to this one. And this came about following a conversation, actually, from someone who had listened to that podcast and then we were having a discussion and I'm going to share with you a story in that as well from that specific conversation I'd had with someone. But basically, this is a kind of flip side of hearing you're too expensive and then the flip side of that being being too cheap. And this is quite triggering for people I think. I think you need to buckle in, sit in and just listen and hear me out on this one because this is such an important conversation and not one that I hear all too often being said but it's really important. So are your prices damaging your business is a question that sometimes I have to think about in my head towards clients, businesses and especially if I'm doing like pricing strategy work or even anything to be fair like any you know, order that I do in anyone's business, the pricing always comes up because it's such a huge part of a business model and how a business works and its revenue model, profit, potential, etc. So, my question today is to you, is are you too cheap? And I know you're immediately gonna be like, no, but just think about this for a moment. So everybody makes a pricing strategy. Some people just whack a price on a service and they just be like, that's the price, and there's very little that goes in behind it some people think a little bit more about it and try and piece together a reasoning for x y and z some people have a pricing strategy that makes sense and that is well thought out some people have a really immersive kind of changeable future think and forward think and pricing strategy that's very you know elastic and is able to move and is able to be applied in many different situations whichever you fall and whichever category that that makes sense to you on, there's this conversation to be had around what if you're not charging enough? So a lot of people think, right, I need to increase my prices, and that's great. But what I think is more of a conversation is what is your pricing right now doing to your business? And for a lot of people, if it's too cheap, it's turning that, so many people away. So let's just dive into what that actually means. So when from a business perspective, if you are selling something and someone comes across it on your website they're interested they're inquiring and you have your price on the website and it's really cheap and lower than you would think it should be like lower than average even average pricing like no one actually knows what average pricing is like most of the time no not many people know like what is average pricing for something because everything's so nuanced especially these days but if it's a low price A lot, a lot of people find that very worrying. It's a red flag. They feel a bit strange about it. They're like, well, it sounds too good to be true, right? And this is really something that has come up a lot. It is a big, big thing. If I am buying something for my business and looking for a new supplier or looking for something, if they are really cheap, I kind of almost discount them before we've even started to like look at what they could do for us. Now, some of you might be like, well, that's bad on you sort of thing. But what I think most business owners feel is that they've kind of almost done that before, like there tends to be at least one occasion where someone's done something on the cheap, or like found something, or tried to patch it up, and they know that it just doesn't deliver in the same way that a professional and an expert is. Now, what's really important here is we're not, I'm not saying that because you're charging a low amount means you don't know what you're doing, not at all. What I'm saying is, is, when you put yourself into that camp it's almost just like allowing that to become you to a certain degree and assumptions will be made and this is not to say either that you have to be the most expensive thing ever that's not what we're saying but what I'm saying to you is you need to think about your perception and your brand what is the brand that you're building and how does that fit in with your pricing that's really important so there's a lot of like things that just don't match up for people and you're like, hang on, the brand's saying we this, but the pricing's this. Great example, luxury brand, but then the pricing's like really cheap. It's like, well, that doesn't match up, right? It's like you don't walk into Harrods in London and think you're going to find like a 99p cheeseburger from McDonald's. RIP that, because I'm sure it's gone up, hasn't it, for the first time in like 14 or 17 years or something, but hey-ho, sidetrack. You know, you don't go into Harrods and expect to find a 99p cheeseburger. You go into Harrods and you go to Gordon Ramsay, and I think, what is it, is it £80 or some ludicrous amount of money for a burger, which, don't get me wrong, I think it's a bit extreme, but hey-ho, there's people who pay it. Is it £80? I think it is. But, you know, that fits in with their brand, it fits in with their aesthetic, it fits in with where they're going, it fits in with what they want to be known for. That's not a surprise. What would be a surprise is if you walked into Harrods and there was a 99p cheeseburger, you'd be like, well, hang on a minute, what? Or, weirdly, imagine if you rocked up to the drive-thru at McDonald's, and then the only burger that was available was a Gordon Ramsay amazing Wagyu beef burger that was, you know, 80 quid, and that's without any chips. I mean, can you imagine? Be uproar, right? That in itself is a great representation of the power of your brand, and you getting clear on what is your brand direction, what is your awareness around your brand, But before you get to that awareness part, thinking about what does your brand stand for? And then does your pricing rack up? Because if it doesn't, then you're going to really struggle. It's not going to make sense. Now, I'm not saying everyone has a luxury brand and wants a luxury brand. That's not. Your kind of whole business model, right, might run on the fact that you are very affordable and that you are the leading in price. And that's fine, but that's a very specific type of business model to run on. And you have to be so, so careful. It's not that it's impossible. You can definitely do it but you've got to get the scale right, you've got to get the numbers right, it's a very kind of fine line to walk on. Most of the people and the majority of the people listening to this podcast will be somewhere in the middle of either one, you're building a luxury brand and you purposely want it to be a luxury brand, or two, you're not bothered about it being a luxury brand, it's a, it's a good brand, it's a very well thought of brand and it's a, you know, a positive brand, but it doesn't necessarily have to have that luxury angle. What the kind of crux of this is, is to say, is like, you need to think about who are you selling to and who do you want to work with? Because that really dictates all of this conversation. So it's not necessarily 100% about you and your brand. It's not about you first off, right? Remember your brand is not you. Your brand is a separate entity that is a business that represents your business. You can have a business, you can have a brand, and you hopefully have something together that creates your business that is a fully functioning, really useful, practical brand. You need to understand is, who do you want to work with? Who exactly do you want to work with? If you want to work with a business that's really big, like let's just talk about, for instance, I don't know, Nike. You know with Nike and you're a marketing agency. You cannot be pricing like 500 quid a month for your social media management for Nike, right? Now I know there's a whole like, does Nike even use an agency? Probably not. It's internal, yada, yada, yada. Like we get it, right? But we're just using it as an example. Can you imagine if you managed to finally get a meeting at Nike and then you turn up and you're like it's 500 quid a month? I mean it literally left you out the door. That is the kind of thing I need you to think about, and I'm trying to think of really big examples so that it can really contextualize in your head of how bizarre this can be, because it's not just me that sees it. I've had conversations with other business owners who've also had that. And I had a conversation which inspired this episode with an amazing client of mine, really lovely. And obviously I'm not going to disclose lots of information so that, you know, everyone's privacy is kept correct. But she was explaining to me how she'd listened to the episode on hearing it's too expensive and actually on the same day was having a discovery call with a potential supplier that she needed for some Facebook ads. So she was going to run some Facebook ads and she had a budget in mind and she was, you know, jumping on a few calls to, to work out who she wanted to go with. And there's parts of this that I'm going to admit so that it's not, you know, identifiable. But needless to say, there was this big facade and amazingness online of a brand that looked like it was very successful, doing really well, looked amazing. And then it came to the call of actually speaking to this person. And the reality was somewhat of a distant, distant dream away. Let's put it that way. And was completely off from what the brand was now that in itself is not really the issue like she was like you know whatever you can get past that to some degree like hey ho it's okay so that's not even that's not even the kicker right the kicker is she then had to ask and push for pricing like she really had to like be like well what is the price and then she finally got a price out of the person and the person quoted a price that was so lowball and so out of touch and so like just bizarrely cheap that she just immediately was like, Oh my God, no, this is not, this is not the one. Now, what is so interesting is like she said she just felt straight away, like she just knew from the amount of money they said that it was just an immediate no. even if they were like the best person for Facebook ads in the world, it was just an immediate no and. I totally got what she said, because I'm exactly the same. Sometimes we just know, right? We just feel it that, like, we expect to pay certain amounts of money for certain things as a minimum, right? As a bare minimum. And when someone quotes us below that, it's just an immediate no. Because why would it be a yes? It just wouldn't be, right? Now, even when it's on the bare minimum, that sometimes is enough for people to not buy, depending on who it is you're selling to. So if you're selling to the masses, sometimes that can work. But there's also a huge market, especially if you're selling B2B, where people are more interested in quality and speed and efficiency and actually getting what they need done. People will pay pretty much anything if you can solve a specific problem they have or they will pay very good money for you to really execute something. Pricing is often not the number one thing that a lot of business owners are after, right? And this is a misconception. People are obsessed with thinking that, you know, business owners, they're so obsessed with the price and they're so price sensitive and they're this and that. They're not. Some people are. Some businesses are. But you have to get really clear with who are you working with and are you chasing after a group of people who don't have any money in the first place, which this is another thing to think about. Again, I am not bashing anyone who does not have the finances to invest in x, y, and z thing, but what I am saying is you must be really careful with who you are picking as your target audience. Yes, you can work with everyone, but in order for your marketing to really be effective and work, you've got to pick a specific, easy to identify group of people. And in that group of people, do they have the attributes of what it makes sense for someone to purchase your service? That's the question. And in that question lies an answer of, right, this is who we want to work with, this is where the pricing makes sense, and what is price elasticity for that group of people? Because in any subsection of society, in any subgroup, of however you segment them, they will be people who can pay of a wide, huge wide spectrum, you know? So there's going to be a lot, it's not that one person can then, a whole group of the population can only afford to pay X amount. That's not how it works, right? People have different things that they're prepared to pay, people have different amounts of money, yada, yada, yada. So getting clear on who do you want to work with and then allowing that to kind of guide somewhat where you're going. So obviously, for example, some people who are starting out in their business, if you're going to market to people who are small businesses starting out, they are pretty much categorically going to have less money than a massive corporate who has loads and loads of budget so if you are someone who serves small businesses who is starting up and you're designing websites then yeah you might want to price not charge them 30 grand for a website whereas if you're doing someone who's in this massive corporate who needs a 30 grand website you're going to be like it's 30 grand but the other side to that is is that you have to stop thinking that everybody is like you If you're also just starting your business or you've been going at your business for a while, you can't just keep thinking about, well, I didn't have any money when I started, so how's anyone else going to? Because that's just simply not true. People have savings, they have money they want to invest into it, they've crowdfunded, they've got investment, yada, 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 loads of other things. So you really need to think about not about what you would buy, not about what you think is a good idea, not what you think is a good price. It's not about you. You've got to think about who is it that the people buy from? Because I'm mean, here to tell you, even if you sell something to people who are starting the business, some people will spend a hundred grand on starting their business. Some people will spend two hundred grand starting their business. Some grand people will spend five hundred pounds, hundred pounds, three grand, five grand. It's kind of irrelevant everyone else's like opinion. It's about what do you want to charge and what do you need to charge now. Circling back to the question of the topic today, I want to ask you, why are you trying to be the cheapest? Like, what is it that's the whole thing about being affordable? What is it about being affordable? What is it about being cheap? What is it about this whole thing, right? That's something you've really got to get clear in your head of, like, why are you trying to be it? Like, what exactly are you hoping to happen? Because let me tell you, it's not, it, it's, it shouldn't be an ambition for you to be the cheapest because it becomes a race to the bottom and I can tell you now like you know people will it's not like a method in just helping your business grow it's a method for being burnt out miserable and really like sick of it and thinking that you can't run a business and then I want you to think about what is stopping you from charging more like what actually is stopping you like why can't you choose a different path I think sometimes people think that because they started their business and they charged a certain price point, they can't then dramatically like increase their pricing because they think, oh my God, everyone's going to look at me and be like, who the hell does she think she is? I'm here to tell you, you can rebrand, you can change things, you can decide to be in a different space, you can decide to serve a different group of people, and therefore your pricing can change. And your pricing can change without all of that. You can just one day decide, no, this is the price, this is my new set of rules, this is where I'm at. But if you stay... In this undercharging, cheap, bizarre way of pricing, you will struggle for a long time. Because you're then gonna always think about, well, I used to charge £50 a month for this. And you might come and see someone like me who's like, babe, like we need to get this at like a thousand pounds a month. And you're like, well, it can never be a thousand pounds a month because they used to charge £50 for it. If you are in that mindset and in that situation, it's always going to be at the 50 quid, right? It's never going to get past 200 quid a month because you don't believe that it can. So you've got to really think differently about this and really think about like, okay, yeah, I need to charge more because I'm allowed to charge more. And from an industry perspective, it's important that we charge more because this is the other conversation. You don't need to charge, like the, the, the little you charge and like if you start just charging less and less and less, You don't devalue an industry. I don't believe in that because there'll always be people who charge decent money. But you do start to end up with the clients who are the hardest to work with, are the most annoying, are the people who need the most, the people who want the most. And it's this like negative cycle that you just don't enjoy, right? A lot of people really just don't enjoy it because it becomes very drawn out and long. Now, The other thing I have to think about with this is, are you moving from being a freelancer to a business owner? If this is something you are doing or have done, it is likely that you will struggle with your pricing. That's not me like saying it's a bad thing. It's not me throwing shade at you or anything. It's just me saying, like this is a trend that I found and you don't have to fall into this. So if you're a freelancer who's decided, right, I am going to switch to being a more fully functional, if that makes sense, business owner, do not use your freelancing pricing. Freelancer pricing and business owner pricing are two different things. Just go for the business owner pricing. Don't try and straddle between the two. It doesn't work. And can I just say like, there's nothing wrong with freelancing at all. If you are someone who listens to this podcast and you are a freelancer and you love it and you enjoy it, good for you. I, I You know, that's great. I love hiring freelancers. But all I'm saying is, is there's a difference between, you're still a business owner as a freelancer. Like it's still you, you're self-employed, Right? But there is a difference between having a business and owning a business and the pricing you're charging in that versus being a freelancer. And those two are both valid options and valid life choices. But if you're transitioning, which a lot of people are, you need to approach it from a business perspective, not from a, I'm a freelancer trading to be a bit, like transitioning to being a business owner and therefore I can only charge my freelancer price. That's not how it works. You are entitled to charge whatever the hell you want to charge. So you can't just completely ignore me and be like, no, I'm charging my low amount and that's what I'm happy with. Fine, no problems. But I also want to give you permission of like, you can charge whatever you want. And if that's like, you normally get paid 100 quid to do something and you're going to charge them 600 quid instead, I want to empower you to do it. There's no one going to come after you and be like, you absolute fraud, you're this, you're that, you're th- whatever. Like if you are good at what you do, and that is within, that price is within an industry that, you know can take that price you can charge that you're allowed to do so and a lot of the time we don't know what other people are charging right this is the other thing so you might be in a creative industry where it's quite difficult for you to know and to understand like well i don't know what's going on with <laughs> how much so-and-so is charging and that's why it is important to talk and that's why it's why important for i argue that people have pricing on their website but you really need to Remove yourself from a freelancer thinking perspective if you are moving to being a business owner because the costs of being a business owner are different from the costs of being a freelancer. And that is the whole point of why, you know, not the whole point, it's some of the point as to why those costs are different. It's also because when you work with a freelancer from a client perspective versus, you know, an agency, if that's where you're transitioning to, or just a one man band company, it's a different experience. The expectation from a client uh, management perspective is different, and also a client experience level is different. And so that is where the kind of difference lies. Now, on the other side of this spectrum I want to talk about is the lovely six-figure and multi-six-figure business owners who are also undercharging. So do not think this is just for people who are still on their business. This is not the case at all. I have worked with a number of amazing clients who one didn't know they were undercharging and it's not even like you're undercharging it's just it's maybe cheaper than makes sense and that you could make more money doing the same thing i you know i help people a lot with their pricing it's very rare that i will bring a client on and we don't do something with their pricing like we're always moving the pricing up leveling the price and checking on the price and auditing the price and like pricing is such a huge thing in a business so you know it's something i see a lot but i also want to raise the fact that It's something that even if you're making a lot of money and doing really well and thriving, it's still something for you to assess and think about. Because there's probably room for you to increase your pricing. And it's not that you're increasing your pricing. I really want to get the point across here. It's not that you're increasing your pricing just for the sake of increasing it. Like, it's really not about, like, let's just see how much we can rip people off or charge people more or up the price. That's not the, like, purpose of this exercise. It's about so much more than that and it's about brand and it's about, you know, what this up in price can do for your clients because, you know, I provide a level of client service but that's only possible because of the price I charge. I don't think people understand that if I didn't, I couldn't provide X, Y and Z thing. And this is the difference. It's like, you've really got to think about what do you want to provide and how much is that going to cost from both a physical, mental perspective, a financial perspective, an energetic perspective... All of those areas are really important and are really key for you to think about. Which leads me on nicely to the idea that your pricing needs to include your whole business expenses and not just you. This is a trap that we get into regardless of how much, you know, if you are someone who's got an online business, say you're a coach, consultant, maybe you are someone who is a strategist, I don't know, even running an agency it still happens, where you are still basing it on hourly rates because sometimes you have to, to like work that out in your head when you're pricing. And it's still in the mindset of, well, that's how much it is for an hour with me. And then people start placing numerical amounts on how much it is for an hour with you, right? Now, this is where we've got to get really clear right here. It is not about you getting, you're getting paid X amount of money and then you keep it. Because wouldn't we all love that? <laughs> it's not how it works, is it? because we've got tax and we've got this and we've got that and we've got this and now profit margin never 100% imagine if our profit margin was 100% great but it isn't and so you have to stop pricing on the idea that your profit margin is 100% because it ain't and it's never gonna be so you know we've got to really think about when we're pricing it's got to include everything It's got to include your team, your staffing, your technology, the things you want to do, the things you want to grow, the buffer you want in your bank account, how much you want to pay yourself, your tax bill. It also needs to cover your coaching expenses or your development stuff and whatever else you need, you know, your tech you need, different things. It's not just a random number that you pluck out of thin air. And this is why if you're charging something like 50 quid for something, and actually it's supposed to be 350, then you're going to struggle with your business because the money is never going to be there. The cash flow is never going to be there. It's never going to feel abundant enough for you to have space to breathe and then you use money to reinvest back in the business. And, you know, successful businesses really, really understand the concept of reinvestment. They really think about that and utilize it. But that's only possible if there's room for that to happen. And sometimes there isn't because your prices are damaging the business. They're damaging your growth, they're damaging your sales, they're damaging how lucrative it is to clients to want to join you. And it becomes very difficult for you to shift out of that. Now, if you're going to change your pricing, I want to encourage you with the fact that you will never settle on a price and that be it. It's always going to evolve, it's going to change, you're going to question it, you're going to wonder what happens. And, you know, a great test and exercise can be. For you to try and stress test it, to push your price into the point where you think, oh my god, this feels so weird and scary and unsure, and that you push it and push it and push it until you get people who say, you're too expensive. Now, here's the other funny kicker. Whether you charge 50 quid for something, 350 quid or three and a half grand for the same thing, at all points, you will get someone who says, it is too expensive. And guess what? That's okay. It's good. You should want for people to say it's too expensive. I don't want people. I don't want everyone to say great. You know, like I'm not interested. It's fine. Whoever it isn't for, its not for. It doesn't make much difference to me. Like that's okay. We find our people, you know. But if you are operating out of scarcity mindset and out with this way of like feeling so like entitled to success, you will struggle when people say it's too expensive. So if you're stress testing your pricing and you get someone who says, it's too expensive, that is not a reminder for you to decrease your pricing and lower it. It's not a reminder for you to go, oh I've done it too much and it's, you know, it's stress tested to the max and now it's like gonna fail. No, it means you're probably along the right lines if people are starting to say, it's too expensive. And if you can really test yourself with your pricing, your business will really start to grow. Because your pricing really dictates. The kind of like atmosphere you're putting behind your brand. And I see a lot of distance between brand, what people are saying and what their business is saying and what they're saying they're doing and how great they are and all this, yat, and the other. And then if your pricing doesn't add up, it doesn't make sense. It just doesn't. People are not necessarily looking for like the cheapest thing. I don't want to buy the cheapest thing. You know, I go to the supermarket, I don't buy the cheapest thing. Sometimes I do. But, like, most of the time, my eyes will immediately switch to something that is not the most basic range. I'm good with my money. Like, if I see something I think, well, I don't really need to pay, like, for the really, really nice one. And I'll just get the, the one that I want. Like, the one that is most effective for the price point. But I very, very rarely ever just be like, yeah, I'm going to have that one because it's the cheapest. Never. And I don't think you probably do either, right? Think about it. Think about your... Most abundant, amazing self that you dream about, that you write about, that you manifest, that you have got in your head, that picture, that image. Are they picking the cheapest item? Are they? I'm not convinced they are. It's not to do with the money, it's not to do with the amount of money, it's not to do with the ego around buying an expensive thing. That's not what it's about. It's just about where we naturally place ourselves in situations, and then, therefore, who do you want to work with? And what appeals to them? Really important to go back to that one. The other thing to think about with this is about lowering your pricing. So I just want to leave this episode being really clear. If you are on the other side of this and you feel like your pricing is fine and it's good and it's gone well to some degree. But then your sales is not great and you feel like, oh, maybe I should lower my pricing. Please don't. Please don't know your pricing. It's not a way of growing your business. As in slashing your pricing. Sometimes you might need to change the price of something if you've missed you know if you haven't correctly calculated it and actually you have put it too high then fine. But what I'm talking about is like please don't just randomly cut your pricing and slash them and then be like oh my goodness I'm just gonna charge like 100 quid instead of like 500 quid. If there's no like strategy reason. Thing behind it, that's not a way of growing your business. It's a short term way to create cash potentially, but it's not a way to grow your business. And existing in your business, growing your business, and scaling your business are three different things. So you need to get really clear and understand what you're doing at each point. And what I would say is if you do do the slashing prices, lowering prices in order to create cash flow. You have to be prepared for what that might mean longer term and going forward. And what I mean by that is the impact it will have on your, potentially can have on your customers, the impact it can have on your audience, the impact it has on your brand image, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. There are many options with that. But please, please, please just think about that before you do it. I'm not saying you can't have a sale. I'm not saying you can't like put discounts and offers and things like that. Of course, like, of course you can. But what I'm saying is, Is that if you do this quite dramatic behaviour. And it becomes quite often as well. It becomes really weird for consumers. And they can feel very confused by what is going on. And they just get a bit like eh. Because it's the same whole story coming back to being too cheap. Yeah. A lot of people are not working with you. Not because it's too expensive. They might say it's too expensive. But it is likely to be for a different reason. Or... It might be that it's too expensive to them right now, but that does not mean to say that when they say it's too expensive, it's too expensive full stop, that's their opinion, that's gospel. It's that it's, they're not affordable for where they're at, at this moment in time. So many people, you know, might want to work with you, but they're not there yet at that moment. But they will be eventually. But that's not a sign. They're not telling you like, oh, I think it should be lower. They're saying that it's not affordable right now and one day it will be and that's a really interesting duality to deal with and to think about and to exist in. So coming back to the question, are your prices damaging your business? Please think about this. It is highly possible that that could be a yes and it is an easy-ish change. I'm not saying it's an overnight change But it's a change that you can do over a period of weeks and months that really can work and create a lot of different cash flow in your business and really change the trajectory of your business. Don't feel guilty by this if you feel like, oh my goodness, my pricing is too cheap and I really need to make some changes. Please don't panic. Please don't, you know, I don't want this episode to make you feel like a bad person, like a bad business owner. That is not what this is for. There are many things you can do to positively and simply and easily change your pricing. And as I mentioned in this episode, one of the best ways of doing that is creating a pricing strategy, going with it, getting confidence behind it and really sticking in with it and being prepared that there will be a period potentially where you feel like, oh my goodness, this is the worst thing I could possibly do. Why have I done it? It will pay off providing the strategy is correct and you go at it for long enough. There's a lot of ifs, ifs, ifs in there, right? (laughs) So if this is something that you feel like, yeah, I can see why this is like, I need to do something here, come and speak to me. Because this is the kind of thing where you, I would argue you should kind of get some support with and get some help with. We have a service where I write pricing strategies for people. We get on a call. We really flesh it out together. We go through a backwards and forwards and understand your business model and your revenue model and how that's going to work. And then I go and write a pricing strategy for you, and how to implement it, how to actually make sure that you don't lose loads of customers, etc, etc, etc. That is a service that's available. Use it. It's there to support you. If you need more information and want to talk through it, just DM me on Instagram, the link is below, and we can have a conversation around that and like what works for you. But don't just sit on this and leave it. Don't think, don't listen to this episode, know you've got a problem, and then not do anything, because that's literally a complete waste of your time, and is really going to come and bite you on the ass later down the line, it's really important to take this seriously, and I don't want your prices to be damaging your business, because the joy is, on the other side of that, your prices can really help grow your business, right, your pricing, if you get your pricing right, it can catapult your business forward, and really impact your business and your growth in a positive way, So please think about that from the other perspective. That is all for today. I'm going to speak to you soon. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Honest Business Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you are subscribed. And if you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others and leave a rating and review. To catch up with all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at may.james underscore, where I share the raw, uncut, behind-the-scenes reality of what running multiple businesses every day truly looks like. As always, links and any resources that were mentioned in the episode will be in the show notes below. That's all for this episode, and I look forward to seeing you next time.